A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Pharisees, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. The Gospel of the Lord On this fourth Sunday of Easter, we're reading from the very center of the Gospel of John, chapter 10. The fourth Gospel has seven I am sayings. Jesus says, for example, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the resurrection and the life. There are seven days of creation. There are seven days in a week. The Easter season is seven weeks. The number seven is a sign of completion or wholeness. The seven I am sayings give us a complete view of the ministry and identity of Jesus. Because seven is an odd number and can't be divided, the fourth point is often regarded as central. The fourth I am saying is, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd is at the heart of the divine identity of Jesus. Just so we don't miss the point, Jesus says it twice. The first century believers would recognize the Good Shepherd as part of a long tradition. Moses was a shepherd, and so was King David. Ezekiel identified God's action toward broken and scattered people as the work of a shepherd. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. How do we come to know this shepherd? One of the favorite psalms of the Judeo-Christian tradition is Psalm 23, which begins, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Rabbi Rami Shapiro notices that David begins by talking about the shepherd. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. In the next verse, something extraordinary happens. 
David abruptly changes pronouns. He is no longer speaking about God, but to God. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. In the midst of his journey through the valley of the shadow of death, David suddenly realizes he isn't alone. God is there with him. The Jewish philosopher and theologian Martin Buber reminds us that God is found in relationships. God is not found in people, but between people. When you and I are truly attuned to each other, God fills the space between us so that we are in communion. Just as there is no daylight between Jesus and the Father, so the same is true for us. To be in relationship with the Good Shepherd is also to be in relationship with each other. In the English language, there is no separate singular form of the word sheep. We are saved as a people, not as individuals. We get a glimpse into the heart of the shepherd. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice, so there will be one flock, one shepherd. We're beginning to see what it looks like to dwell with the risen Christ. You will find yourselves grazing alongside others, some of whom you didn't even think were sheep, You might have thought they were wolves, but they will hear my voice, and I will bring them alongside you, and they will know me, and you will know each other. God loves us so much that we should be called children of God. I lay down my life for my sheep. Jesus gives his life away in love rather than take the life of another. This Jesus is the stone rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. There is no salvation through anyone else, nor is there any other name under heaven given to the human race by which we are to be saved. Instead of casting others out, Jesus occupies the space of the one rejected and cast out. In the resurrection, The risen Christ brings not condemnation, but forgiveness and healing, so that no one is excluded. Only love, freely given, is capable of bringing the lost home. This is how we are loved, that he laid down his life for us. As God's children, we too ought to lay down our lives for one another. The next line of Psalm 23 teaches us how life is transformed when we follow the Good Shepherd. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Rabbi Shapiro suggests that this is not a table for feasting or an opportunity for taunting your enemies. This is a table for meeting and an opportunity for reconciliation. 
The table God prepares for you in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death is the place toward which God has been shepherding you all along. If you are going to be a blessing, it must happen here with your enemies. If you're going to be a liberator, it is to those locked in the narrow place of opposition that you must first set free. The table is before you, meaning you must walk toward it and take your place. It is set up and in the presence of, literally across from, your enemies, meaning that they too must move toward the table if true meeting is to happen. What do you do at this table of meeting? David doesn't say. Indeed, he cannot say, for there is no script for authentic encounter. True meeting happens in that place of not knowing, that place where you cannot hide behind past hurts or present fears, but must come out of hiding and be present to what is. And what is, is always another suffering soul, another person that is trapped, broken, fearful, and longing for love. When you meet the other and see his or her vulnerability, you discover your own as well. Suddenly there is nothing to fear or defend. There are only tears to shed and broken hearts to mend. If you dare to take your place at this table, you will know what to do.